I have protected Renata in the toughest times in front of the media for, for the last God knows how long, for 15 years. 15 years of taking care of her, both financially, uh, personally, and I've bent over backwards, broken down brick walls to take care of Renata. Where this is coming from, you're going to have to ask her. But I'll tell you, my priority when it comes to that are the, are the kids. And when it comes to the election, make no mistake about it, we're going to be focused, laser beam focused, and we're going to work right up to the last minute. I know our whole team is working 18 hours a day. We roll in at midnight and roll back out at 6 in the morning, 6.30, and we're going to continue crisscrossing uh, the province right down to the last minute, up to the election day. And the people are going to have a clear choice. They're either going to choose a, a team of radical, radical activists under Andrea Horvath, or they can choose the all-star team. The all-star team of people that are willing and, and able to move this province forward. All right, there's Doug Ford uh, saying today in a press conference he's going to fight that $16.5 million lawsuit launched by his brother Rob's widow. And nothing has been proven in court right now, but I think uh, how he handled it, I think it's going to sway voters that weren't sure on which way they were going to go. Or if voters were thinking, uh, I'm going to throw my uh, vote behind Doug, that they are going to definitely do it. Or the ones that Kathleen Wynne had said, you know, we really need a liberal in there. If you can just vote for a liberal just so that there's some balance and there's not a majority. I think with her tweet today saying that, you know, uh, it's sad because it draws the family in. She's talking about the lawsuit. It's distressing because this kind of thing, we'll get it on a daily basis from Doug Ford as premier. Chaos and confusion. It's not what Ontario needs. I think that sunk her cause. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. Hi. uh, Great topic. Kind of sad that it's happening right now. But, you know, I was mentioning to, I think it was your producer that picked up the phone there, you know, I think there's a bunch of things that you could probably and legitimately call into question for Doug. But loyalty to his family is, I mean, it's just inconceivable that he, you know, would do anything bad to hurt his family. In his mind, legacy now is looking after Rob's family. You know, and what I saw on TV was exactly what the majority of the province wants, a real person, right, who, who didn't spin anything, who just looked hurt and shocked. Like, genuinely, I don't think he knew what the heck where it was coming from. And that's a guy that's, yeah, I, I got no idea. You know what, Chris? That's a guy that's, and this is something we haven't seen from Doug Ford, relatable. And, and I think that is going to win. When I looked at, you know, Kathleen's, you know what, it's just disgusting that, you know, she just, she's just sitting on an armchair somewhere spewing her poison at every moment that she can. You know, like, listen, you've already said you're stepping down. Just stop. You know, just stop. And, and I think you're right. I think it is going to sway people. You know, because we saw a person who's relatable that's, that's just just a guy, just a person who's got a family that, that's hurt but is still going to do the best he can. And you know what we are sick of is what we have now. Appreciate the call. Hey, Peter in Port Perry, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. So your thoughts today on what you heard from Doug Ford and what you heard today with uh, Matt and uh, st- uh, with Sapria, rather, and uh, staff on the morning show with Kathleen Wynn? Uh, you know, I think it's pretty sad. I, I think... What I see it as is she feels entitled to money from the family. She's getting support from the family. She probably feels like she's entitled to more, and I think she's just using the election to try and try and move that needle. But I think the, the irony in it is if in some way the trust is tied to the company and you go after this lawsuit, 
you're just hurting the company, which potentially hurts your trust. I don't understand why she would want to bring this thing forward, and it could potentially hurt her financial future. It just doesn't make any sense. And the thing that bothers me with both Kathleen and Andrea, if they really wanted to gain some respect from voters, they should have said families off limits, this yeah. is a private matter, and they should have let it go. But, you know, they had to kick him when he's down on this, and I think he'd come on top by just saying, you know, this is family. I, I just don't understand why they didn't take the high road on that. Yeah, I agree. They should have taken the high road. Both of them did not. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, it will not influence my vote at all, and I don't believe it. And uh, this is too dirty for me. I'm just thinking, how could some... I don't think uh, um, uh, Rob's wife can be a player of those kind of political game at all. And look what the Toronto Star did to her husband. They abused him, abused him, abused him. Yeah, but what, what I want to know is it's not really, that's not really a question because it's a lawsuit that has not been proven in court. My question more is, you know, the way Kathleen Wynne has handled the information that came out and the way that, uh, that Doug Ford ha- handled it today, I think we really saw something that was interesting in Doug Ford. What we saw as a relatability, which I don't think I've seen at all until today. Welcome to the show, Pete. Uh, so I think I think you're a little off there because I think that whole bumbling act in his, uh, his the way he orates the way he speaks I think that's actually relatable to the common guy because the common guy can't he can't really get up in front of a, a crowd and then so you juxtapose that to what happened today you see him very uh, raw and hurt mm-hmm. and I think you're right on that end that you know the the relatability that he had to the common guy just kind of expanded. To uh, the family man. Right? Interesting way to look at it. The, uh, now, I, I have one more point, though. Mm. It's interesting where this lawsuit's coming from. Fiona Brown, Patrick yeah. Brown's sister, works at that law at that law firm, and that's that's a conspiracy and a half, if you ask me. Yeah, you're not the only one to bring that up. Actually, I appreciate the call. Uh, there are some other people that emailed me about that. Hey, Dan, welcome to the show. Hey, Kelly, uh, Ford just got a massive majority. You're right about that. But let me say this. When talking about Ontarians should be worried about the drama, dysfunction, and chaos that the Ford government would bring, I'll take that any day over the corruption, mismanagement, waste, and criminal activity. Remind her that David Livingston, McGinty's former chief of staff, is jailed and convicted. Remind her that Benjamin Levin, former Liberal Deputy Minister of Education, is in jail for pedophilia. So don't talk to me about drama and chaos. All right. She's gone. I don't know about the uh, last thing that you said, but uh, Tim, welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Yourself? Great. Your, how are things in Midland? Oh, this was a little cloudy. I'm on my way to work. I swam in my pool this morning. It was 72 degrees. You just rub it in, mister. <laughs> Living the life while the rest of us sit in 401 traffic. So wh- what, do you, what do you think about how things were handled today by Doug Ford? And by Wynn. I think Kathleen Wynn, you hit it right. That guy hit it right. That last caller I heard two callers ago. I'm in my car. I'm on a headpiece going to work. And uh, she was sitting on a pedestal somewhere. She needs to go. She needs to go because I'm going way back to the Peterson government and the debt that this province is carrying. The average Ontarian, if they knew how much actual debt we're sitting with, our great-grandchildren will never pay it off. Yeah, I'll give you a classic example. I walked with my daughter when she was a young, young, she's 22 years old, on her own. My son's 15. I had a broken back when I was 41. 
a year after my back healed, I walked from Elmvale up to that proposed dump site. Remember, people don't want to talk about that. That well that's sitting in the ground there, that water that comes out of the ground for the last 100 years at Elmvale is, is the purest water in Ontario and it's reputed to be the most purest water in Canada. We stopped that dump. Yet the Liberals built, built that, that supposed, what they keep talking about, the, green, uh, the biomass initiative for hydroelectric, that's what Gorway is. It's a $250 million waste of money. All right. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate the call, Tim. i got to let you go because we're off topic now. I, what I want to talk about is the fact that I think that Doug Ford today might have won his majority by just speaking like a human and being relatable. I'm not saying uh, whether he's going to win a lawsuit or lose a lawsuit. I don't want to bring into the fact on whether I, who I believe on this because it's a family matter. But I do want to say I think he handled himself really well in front of the cameras and he was relatable. Marcello, your thoughts? Uh, hello. Hey. Hello. 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 Marcello, you're up. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say that I live in Bradford and. Uh, I've been voting Liberal for about uh, maybe 47 years, but just seeing what the Liberals are doing right now is just amazing. Low blows everywhere. Uh, just a quick thing, uh, they come to the door, you know, asking for your support or whatever. And uh, the young fella goes, did you know that uh, Doug Ford was a drug dealer? And I go, where did you get that from? So it just... It's crazy. You're just saying you're saying the way the liberals are handling themselves now, uh, they've lost your vote because they're sinking to a new low. I mean, Kathleen Wynne's tweet was, you know, very obvious today. Kelly, there's scammers like this party right now. The scammers. That's it. And for you to, you know, punch a guy low like that, like, you know, there's no reason for that. There's no reason to bringing family matters into politics. Well, it was in it was in poor taste, I think. You know, and I think Kathleen Wynne uh, in the past, although, you know, I think the province is a mess, uh, she certainly didn't go to low blows like this, but, and I don't think she had to. Uh, I'm shocked. Randy, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Kelly? I'm good. Yourself? Not too bad at all. Excellent. Just, just, oh, just get out of the way here. I am on my Bluetooth. Okay. coming up behind me. Right, I like that. He's pulling over to the right. Did everybody hear that? That's what you're supposed to do with an emergency vehicle behind you. There you go. Um, my, my thoughts are this. First of all, just what you said, I'd like to reiterate that, that basically she just helped them. Yeah. Because she, she showed how classless she is in, in regards to someone's family and a personal thing that has nothing to do with anything. Now, of course, what's her name's out there cheering that, uh, oh, well, that's the way the province is going to be run same way as Deckel, which nobody even knows how it's run or how you know what I mean and like, has anybody come out and said anything to Kathleen Wynne or about Kathleen Wynne for you know what I mean her leaving her family for a lover oh actually they have on the tweets oh okay well I'm sorry I'm not really into all that yeah it, I mean people are bringing things up but the point is is those are average people just you know spouting off on Twitter and people say a lot of things but you're, you're the leader of the party now and you're always the one that's talking about, you know, whenever anything happens, sitting on the edge of a bed and talking to the kids. And what about the kids? And what kind of example are we going to set? And then she, you know, uh, tweets out the fact that this drama and chaos is what we're going to get. Yeah, it's just it just shows the, the class she has, which is none. 
and she's really not in touch with anything or anyone, which I don't think the liberals are in any way. So how do you think that uh, Ford handled the, uh, you know, his response like today? Just like, just like a father or somebody you'd sit there at the bar with and have a beer. Yeah, and don't you think that's a winning element? You're going through a tough time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that is going to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm dealing with something, you know, personal with one of my daughters, you know what I mean, with a sickness right now. And, I mean, it's somebody you could you feel like you could actually sit down and talk with. And that's, that's and, what we need is someone relatable. Like, well, you and, you know, I've always said I don't want to have a beer with the, with the premier. I want them to be busy. I want them to be working. But I think in this case, when it was, you know, neck and neck between Ford and uh, Andrea Horvath, and people are saying, well, it's anybody's game now, and we'll see what happens. And Kathleen Wynne is now saying that she's out, and she already knows it. I think somebody had to show their humanness. And he just did. And, you know, he could have, it could have gone very badly. I, I fully agree. And I think the way he handled it was like a gentleman. And he still hasn't really come out and spouted off about whatever his sister-in-law is going through or whatever. Like, he never really condemned her. He's just focused on his niece and nephew. And that's it. And that's what's really important. All the other stuff is just complete hogwash. Appreciate the call. 